0: You're listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum, Rosenbaum, whatever you guys like. Thanks for tuning in. I know uh, you got a lot of choices. We talk about this all the time. You got a lot of choices. There's a lot of podcasts, a lot of actors with podcasts, (laughs) but we help people here, Ryan. We talk real stuff. Yeah. We get deep. Yeah.
2: Damn it. Yeah. We're not not smartless. We're smart. Er. Er.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We appreciate you guys uh, following us, um, subscribing to us on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, uh, everywhere. Make sure you follow us on our handles, Right,
2: Smart fur would have been a funnier. Anyway, uh, at inside of you pod on Twitter, inside of you podcast on Instagram and Facebook.
0: That's correct, and uh, write a review. Really helps the show, truly helps the show. And if you want to help the show even more, join Patreon, patreon.com slash inside of you. We need your support. We're the little show that could. Uh, So thank you for all your love. And uh, yeah, that's about all I have to say. I'm doing a YouTube live today fun at 4 p.m. for uh all my patrons and they get to ask me questions we just chat it's gonna be a lot of fun also the new cd is out oh. the album's out sunspin.com you can get a cd signed it's the new cd uh, eventually it will be out in streaming but if you want to keep saying a cool cd signed or unsigned we have cool new shirts for sunspin mugs calendars get them while they're hot thank you for the support go to sunspin.com you can also book the band or uh all that stuff um zoom the band and uh, you could also cameo me and for inside of you stuff go to inside of you what is it called the inside of you online store Mm -hmm. and get tons of merch all right I'm i'm talking about that uh great guest uh as always i really love my guests Kristen Bauer. Yeah. She was an open book, man. Uh, I always, when I say that, I I just get excited because I know you're going to relate to a lot of the things she talks about, and she's just really open and and gets personal, and it was a joy to have. I mean, if you're a True Blood fan or not, she's been on some some very cool projects, some that we talk about, and we talk about her life and all that jazz. uh, Without further ado, Ryan, are you good? I'm good. (laughs) You well? I'm good. Let's get into it. You want to get into it? Let's Let's do it. Let's get inside of Kristen Bauer. It's my point of view. Listening to Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum. Inside of You with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Thank God there are Ryan's. I know.
1: Thank God. <laughs> Ryan
0: does a lot of things though. Really? Yes, he, he edits, he writes, yes. he's taking this awesome class now. Ryan's Ryan's doing a lot of stuff.
1: That's he's what a comedian. I'm saying. Yeah.
0: He's an athlete. What? Yeah. You know, back in high school, he was most likely to, most athletic. He that, was most that, athletic yeah. out of 88 kids in his school. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> hey, it's still, that's a lot. There's a lot. The 87 well, others weren't that athletic.
1: So my school had even less than 88. Get out. Okay but I just-
0: <laughs> But you just got here, in Wisconsin? Really? You want... Yes. How many people were at your high school?
1: There were 20 kids, I think 19 in my whole grade, I think. What?
0: You know, the thing that sucks about that is everybody knows if you're stupid. <laughs> I had like 400 people, <laughs> so I kind of hid underneath the, so no one really, yeah, no, no. you know, I could just hide through. Oh, there's other dumb kids. It's there was perfect. no
1: hiding. Here are the fabulous things. There were really no cliques. Because we didn't have the brainy kids had to also be the athletes had to also be the artsy kids like we all we and and there were of course, the super nerds that I cheated off of. And there were of course, the athletes, which I I was one too, Ryan. Oh. But I don't think I was the first out of 88. But we had no locks on our lockers. What? Yes. I
0: guess because there's so few, you know, who's stole it. It's narrowed right. it down.
1: Right.
0: Oh my gosh. No locks in there. You know what? The, I'm perverted. You know what the first thing I thought of was? Uh, no. I wonder out of there's not that many people here. And if you've grown up with them, like, did anyone hook up? No. Nobody no. hooked up at all. No one slept with each other in high school.
1: No. And that was the, well, I, well, actually, I well, did. You um, did! Actually, I did! With who? Eric.
0: <laughs> Eric who? No, you don't Eric. say
1: Eric. What um, grade? What grade? So here's how that would happen. So there were two <laughs> ways that you could hook up with people.
0: You're, you're, I already <laughs> like you. I thought you were going to here's how it happens. The we the, anyway, no, <laughs> the vagina. Well, I, I, no,
1: I can tell you that, too. I mean, it's fairly you know routine. You go to a party and you drink too much. But... The, the way that people could date was when you went from middle school to high school. You you were in uniform up until eighth grade. Ninth grade started upper school, we called it. And then that was like fresh meat came in, right? So we we were fairly segregated in our lower, middle, and upper schools. Frank Lloyd Wright designed the building. Wow. Or his school did. His school did. It's a beautiful school. And they were concentric circles with these really interesting halls. Always that would connect. And What's you,
0: concentric mean?
1: Wow, well, who knows? Concent next to each other? Ryan.
0: Circles next to each other? I think so. Adjacent circles?
1: Concentric. Con is with. With centric, with some circle. sort of with, 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 with okay, circles. Okay, there's circles. Yeah, okay. Ryan, if Ryan doesn't know, no one knows. Yeah, I know no, I knows.
2: didn't do well in math. Oh,
1: okay. I was, that was
2: most athletic. I was not doing math, obviously. <laughs> right, Damn, right. You know,
1: was I bad. was athletic and in calculus. See, that's what I mean. We <laughs> didn't have enough people. You it, had to do all of it.
2: The the kid who got voted most attractive uh, went to Penn and was is a genius. So. Really? Yeah, that's, he had it all going for that's him. That's
1: not fair. Yeah. Where wow, is he now? Wow. Is he still doing? I think what?
2: he's like curing diseases in Brazil. I think oh he's Oh my
1: like, gosh. Yeah.
2: That's the last I heard of him. But yeah. So there you go.
0: Yeah. Well, we're doing something, Ryan. We're helping people with anxiety, yeah. life, talking about real stuff. I guess. You know, <laughs> but we're not saving people. Well, maybe we are. Maybe we are. Maybe we are. We don't know.
1: I mean, if you think about the world without because I'm a I am a really an artist being. that's what I do. I do art stuff. I do a lot of other stuff, but it drains me. So <laughs> right but the what would the think of this world without books, music, film, TV? Mm. It's death. it's it's concrete as far as you can see. you know what I mean it's it's 1984. it's it's not livable.
0: Well, yeah, I don't know how I could survive without a world without music, with a world without music. Music is the one thing.
1: There's not many people who could.
0: No, that's the one thing. Books, I like books, but I love music. music
1: There's something is big. that
0: calms me if I'm in the car. And I'm just, yeah. I always have calming music. I don't like dance uh, music. People too, are playing me hard too. music. I got to chill. Christopher Cross,
1: oh. just
0: sailing away. <gasps> the Reverie, caught up in the Reverie. Um. Anyway. But yes, I agree with that. I agree. But the connection is important. Connection.
1: Connection is really important. You know, that's
0: I think that's the most important thing. Well,
1: that's like, you know, when they look at the blue zones, right? Where people live to be over a hundred more than other places. There's five. What are they? And um, they're islands. One is Okinawa. There's another one in Italy. There's another one, I believe, in Greece. And they've looked for what are common threads. And one of them is community. Another one is diet. Another one is moving, and around your body, right. you know, and and then another one is, um, I believe, and it might be part of community, is valuing old people. Ah. They're part of the world still. They aren't just. Be, they don't like Hollywood. Become invisible rocks, lamps. You know what I mean? As yeah, an actress over yeah. fifty, I'm becoming just a fucking lamp. You know? Really? That's how yeah. you feel? Yeah. yeah. That sucks. It does. Ageism. Ageism.
0: We need to get rid of ageism.
1: It's a thing. So right before no, I- No, I know, I know. Right know. before I came here, I, well, this could be a skin cancer awareness, but I have this Band-Aid on my cheek because- You couldn't even
0: see it on any of these angles. You didn't even have to bring it up. Ugh, fuck. But it doesn't matter. You can't see it, but we can, can imagine- you, Wait,
1: can you swear on you? I should have cleared uh, this with you. Of course, yes, you could swear. Okay, good. Uh, that's, that's lucky for me. Um, but- I'm sitting there waiting for the guy to come in, the doctor, and I'm looking at this enormous billboard thing, I guess smaller than a billboard because it fits in a room, but it's large from my perspective. And it's a white woman with blonde hair. And because we age the worst, the fastest, and, and it's At the top, she's really old. And at the bottom, she's young. And it has these small intervention to stay young, a little more intervention, a little more. So at the bottom is like, wear sunscreen and drink water. At the top is facelift. And I'm looking at this thing forever. You know, it takes a while to come in. And I'm like, wow, there is not... It's A, the fairest person, which is me. So I'm like, well, that doesn't feel good, right? And then also it's not a dude mm. right dudes aren't sitting there and then the, the big ad below it was a picture of an ass with cellulite and it was how do you, this new injectable drug that you can get rid of that I'm like wow well, it is so tough to be a chick in some ways
0: i absolutely agree with you right? it's been like that for i mean forever ever forever
1: ever and it, in my lifetime it's changed quite a bit in some ways and in other ways it hasn't changed at all. Yeah. Yeah, so there you have that. So <laughs> no, anyway, the, yeah. back to high school and Eric, no. Yeah, oh, uh, here was- but, but you said something yeah. about
0: your skin cancer. Yeah. It, it, it was cancer?
1: No, thank God. So my father died of that. Of my skin m-
0: cancer, he had melanoma? Yep. How old was he?
1: 68.
0: Oh my God, that's so young.
1: It's too young.
0: Was that the worst thing in the world for you? Were you close with your father? Yeah. Oh, immediately I could see it. Just hits my heart. When did this happen?
1: Forever, it happened in 98. And I'm, and and since, yeah. And I've lost a lot of people since then. My life has definitely been shaped by loss, but my mom has had it, my brother and my sister, and they're all, my brother and sister are older. So every four months, Since he got it in 96, I go in and strip down and the guy looks me over and cuts a few things off and then I get the 10 days later, they call and say, you're fine. So that's how I guess you do it.
0: I had it, I had skin cancer a year ago. You did? It was was Squamish.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. So it wasn't melanoma,
0: thank God. And I have to go in every six months for a checkup. Yep, that's it. I just was in there last week. Yep. And, uh, so you know
1: the drill see this is this is the people that don't yeah. have melanin thing
0: did he did he um your father was he one that never went to the doctor never if, if his, he would have went in early they could have fixed it could have gotten to it
1: his was um part of a mystery where it started inside his body mm. and they didn't find it on the skin first my and mother. That's rare. That's very rare. And then one of the treatments for it, in fact, the only treatment at that time, I don't know now, they would, they would take that tumor and they would make a vaccine from your own tumor and inject it back into you for, I think he went every week and then it was every month and then it was every two months. But the hospital that removed the tumor lost the tumor. And so his- What? Yeah. So his chance of survival went from 50% to five with that lost item. Oh my God. Yeah.
0: That's freaking brutal.
1: It's brutal. So he got a general vaccine at the John Wayne clinic here in California. And they do it at the Mayo and John Wayne. And you know, it's just, they don't really have anything for it once it's done that.
0: Oh, you know what's amazing is, I could tell why you're such a great actress, because when I mentioned your father, you immediately tapped into that emotion. Just came over you. Yeah, it was like, boom, right there. Yeah, you can easily cry on stage on set, can't you?
1: I can, but you know, not if it's crap writing, right? So of like, course, yeah. right? So like, True Blood. I, I love Skarsgård. You know, I love him.
0: Wow. Emotional again.
1: I know. So Alex would say she'll even cry if she talks about crying. (laughs) (laughs) I cry a lot when it's like I, I don't have any filters at all. And but, you know, when I was doing a billion guest stars on every procedural and it's like my daughter's mother brother was it the bro- brothers' da- baby who got killed you know it was like i don't know how you do that for 12 hours a day i did it but it was just arg but when it's great writing you know like so when i got to the seasons where we found pam's more vulnerable side i i would just look at alex and think if i don't if i didn't even see him for a month i could cry about that so wow. yeah
0: you had a close relationship with him i did And so just hearing his name. Yeah. immediately.
1: Yeah. But I also cried when I met your dog.
0: (laughs) You got a little emotional when you met Blanche. (laughs) You love dogs. I could see it. You rescue. I love when people rescue. Go to Arm Animal Rescue Mission. My friend Shiro runs it. Oh. rescue an animal there's so many animals rescue, rescue an animal for god's sake rescue
1: sakes. for god's sakes yeah. it's not a purse you don't need a designer dog what's wrong with people i don't get it i don't get it, it. you you know you don't love the thing because it it's purebred you know then that makes you crazy right so you love the thing because you love the thing
0: you know what's weird is i never thought i could love something as much as I love my dog I am obsessed with her
1: isn't it the best I
0: I don't know I I start to think (laughs) something's wrong with me yeah I wake up in the middle of the night to kiss her (laughs) I'm not I swear to God (laughs) just to hold her and she's like come on dude it's 3 a.m
1: yeah she's like I'm sleeping but
0: I I just freaking she barks you know yeah
1: she's hey back it up
0: (laughs) but she's no is this
1: your first dog
0: uh, no, my other dog died two years ago, yeah. Irv, and um, that was that was painful.
1: Ooh, it's so bad. It's
0: bad. It's like, you it's know. It's so It's bad. family. It's, you're losing family.
1: You're losing a kid.
0: I could tap into that and that feeling when I had to put him down and it's 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 not easy.
1: Well, I was use my dog dying when I was on those freaking CSIs or whatever they are. And I'd decry, I'd be like literally trying to dredge up that day.
0: so important. If you're sitting there right now and you're stressed or you're anxious or you have a lot on your mind and you just bottle it up and you don't know what to do, it's gonna come out and it's not gonna come out in great ways all the time. Um, BetterHelp has helped me substantially. Ryan here has been using it for a while. And I, you know, don't you notice when you don't use BetterHelp when you don't have therapy? Oh, the weeks where I miss a session? Of course, yeah. Yeah, it's just it's 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 like I think people think, oh, what if I don't like my therapist? If you don't, you switch them. It's that easy. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash inside today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash inside. Yeah, I mean, you did a lot. You, you're not kidding. L.A. Law. Everybody loves Raymond. Two and a half men. Uh, Star Trek, CSI, Desperate Housewives, Fantasy Island, Boston Legal, Justified, Lois and Clark—all these shows.
1: I hoard around.
0: Now, was it was it exhausting? Was did you like being a guest star? Were you like, I want to be a regular? I want to mm-hmm. do. I mean, were you ever thinking of quitting?
1: Oh God, did I think about quitting? So I all of the above because I came into the industry. Kind of just looking for, you know, I was an art major in school.
0: Design, right? Uh-huh.
1: And then I kind of went into fine art, and then I didn't really know what I was going to do. And then I dropped out, and my parents were mad. And so <laughs> then I they didn't want to support me anymore, so I got a billion menial labor jobs. So I was working like five crappy jobs for minimum wage or less.
0: What was minimum wage back then? I remember I was making 335 at one job.
1: Yeah, I was making $7 an hour, right? (sighs) So you have a billion roommates Mm -hmm. and you know, you're young, right? So you have more resiliency really. And, and, And I was craving adventure. So I was looking for a better job. So I went to makeup school Because I was painting portraits, and I thought I could actually paint faces. And then there that's how I got on sets. And I was like, this is really fun. Because it was a nice balance to just, you know, just I just pictured this life of being alone in a room doing art. Like, what do you even do with that? Like, how do you sell it? You know what I mean? You go crazy. Like, you go crazy. Yeah. So, which is pretty much what I've been doing the last two years. So... Without being on a set. And you're
0: selling stuff. You commission stuff.
1: Yes, I do. That's pretty cool. It is pretty cool. And it's feeling more cool now than it did then. Then was just, I I didn't know what the F I was going to do with my life. So And
0: now it's more of a passion. You can do this. You've done. You've had success. Right. You keep working. And this is like this is something I could just do and have fun with now. That's it. That's exactly it. I know that feeling.
1: I had to leave the Shire, you know, have Smeagol, get the ring, throw it in the thing to get back to the Shire to go, oh, it's actually kind of nice here. Right. Right? (laughs) But I, I then ended up going to an acting class. I went to the Beverly Hills Playhouse, so Milton Katsalas is, and I was with Jocelyn Jones. It was brilliant and still is. And, I remember she called new people down to the stage and she said, what do you want to do here? And I was like, I'm just kind of looking for a better job than washing windows. (laughs) And she said, well, then this place isn't for you. Yeah. And I'm like, what, what, why? (laughs) And she said, because we teach people to be great. And I said, no, that's cool. I mean, I'll be great. If you want me to be great, I'll be great. So then I got in the union through doing extra work. And then I ended up within like a year getting a series and being a series regular for a year. And I what thought show? it was called The Crew. So it was sitcom time.
0: Right. Yeah. Right. And I loved I did it. those I days.
1: Did it. Yep. Oh, isn't it those were good days. I actually
0: don't love doing sitcoms. I've done a couple and I don't know, my my anxiety and my stress of like having to learn, like Monday you do a table read, Tuesday everything yeah. changes, Wednesday you start putting it on yeah. its feet, Thursday they're still making changes and now you're doing it in front of the network and studio, Friday you're going up in front of a live studio audience, that is terrifying. It's terrifying. Now I did it and I thought I was good at it, but- I it was it was too it was too hard for me it's stress wise. Stress-wise. It, I, some people think it's the easiest job in the world. I don't think that. I, that's not how my mind works.
1: You know, and maybe now that anxiety is a funny thing because I didn't have it back then.
0: Me neither. Right? I mean, I did, but I was stressed. But now I know what anxiety really Ooh, is. Me too. What happened?
1: You know, it's a funny thing. Once it turns on, this happened to me <laughs> uh, with claustrophobia.
0: I'm, I'm not too a little bit yeah i can't be i hate elevators
1: oh i could do cave dives mm-hmm. i i did scuba diving where the where i went down in tunnels into the earth for 45 minutes in that. rock nope. the, the the rock the tunnels were so small i had to hold my instruments nope. to my belly because my back was hitting and my tummy was hitting no okay
0: ryan now no
1: I can get I can be on an airplane in first class and be like, ooh, there it is. Uh, yeah. turn on a movie, turn on a movie, do your belly breathing, um, hold your vagus nerve points.
0: What's your vagus nerve points? So it's in your neck, right? Yes.
1: Yeah, so it's down behind your ear on both sides down the neck. But, yeah. And you can put your your finger like this behind your ear and kind of wrap your hand around and then put the other one in the other armpit. And then do your belly breathing. Make sure your exhale is longer than your inhale. And then, you know, have Xanax in your purse because if it's, if it, right? <laughs> and then do drugs. And then do drugs. But the, having the, the knowing that I've got that in my purse, then I don't need it. Isn't that funny? Yes, because it is. It's a panic. And right now I'm doing a course, a big, long, six-month-long training in this stuff with this brilliant woman, Leslie Huddart. Um, because I don't want to be caught out like that again. Like COVID, put me under, under dude, and and anxiety went through the roof. Yeah, so I have a. So this real... is a six
0: month course, and for for working on anxiety and. Yes, and under... six months. Yeah. that gives me anxiety.
1: Yeah, that's a lot of work. It's a lot. But it's only a few hours a week because it's actually something, it's called the Body Wisdom Academy. And it's learning about the subtle body and how the mind and the body and the spirit work together. So there, there it's actually a grounding, you know, all these words we use so much that none of us know what they mean anymore. But, you know, it's actually taking us out of those traps. So you can't really rush it. It's not the kind of thing we can type A it, right. which type A people get anxiety. Yeah, These me. are the people that get anxiety, right? We're perfectionists, we're type A, we're-
0: Quick fixes, we want quick yeah. fix.
1: Yeah, we wanna be in control, we want a quick fix, we're gonna solve it. None of that's gonna work here because we've gotta move back over out of the mind because the mind is the, the terrorist and into, what you could call the space of the heart, which would be more subtle. Mm. And when we're on a set and on a plane and getting home and you got to do laundry and do this before, I mean, you and I saw each other in a billion planes. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's just, we never stop going. Yeah. It's a great thing. It's a wonderful life. Also, there's no room to hear the whispers from whatever you think God is that's that's a that's a distracted world you know we're distracted we're moving we're entertaining we're performing so you know this course has been i think where i need to go in the last act of my life
0: last act she says like this is the last it's so funny because someone else bruce campbell yeah he's a good friend of mine right there signed it hey that's rosie so pants weird. his name
1: is coming up a lot right now in he's, my life he's
0: just a great guy he's been on the podcast a couple times i've gone gotten stone with him went bike riding <laughs> i love it. we were just texting in fact you want to see what my last text to bruce was yes all right i'll show it to you it's very quick it's very quick it is you used to love me i said <laughs> he said you used to be lovable <laughs> and i go thank you that's the kind of relationship we have <laughs> that's bruce campbell but That's um but I'm fabulous. glad you're doing this. And Bruce said that he's in his third act. And the third act is fuck everything else. I'm doing this for me. The, That's this it. is the third act. That's this the is third the final act. chapter. That's it. There's three acts. That's it. So you're, you're 20 30, then yeah. to your 50, yeah. 55, 60, or whatever. That's it. And then the rest. That's it. And so you're like, you're taking care of anything that you think is out of whack. Yeah. Imbalanced.
1: That's it. And that sort of like what do I want to do? I don't really know. You know, it's an interesting question throughout the day because there's all this stuff I have to do. What do you have to do? You got to pay property tax and I got to do the laundry and I got to now fix my fence and then I, you know, stuff. I got to go to the mailbox place and get the mail. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can have your husband do that. I do try to get him to do as much as possible, but <laughs> Von
0: Strouten?
1: Von Stratton is a Stratten. He is a beyond brilliant musician. His music, people with anxiety, I mean, like that's how I met him, because his music is so brilliant. He is an autistic genius, so he's just artistic not
0: autistic or artistic. Both, okay,
1: and. So he's not really good at tasks, you know what I mean? He's mm. good at getting the mail, great at getting the mail. Oh, good. He can walk the dogs pretty good. <laughs> uh, Good at getting the mail.
0: Affectionate? Mm,
1: mm. Yes and no, you know, because his type-
0: He's Capricorn, isn't he?
1: He's a Virgo. Oh, okay. They, the, but this autistic, artistic personality, needs a lot of space because they're always dysregulated. Hmm. They are born dysregulated. So he they they can't handle inflow. They you know if he goes to the grocery store, he's got to take hours to get back to center, you know, right. by himself.
0: Yeah. You know, you were talking about uh I, I said was there was there ever a time when you wanted to quit? Yeah you like, oh the same phase. Duh. What kept you going?
1: Um, probably not having anything else that I've ever done to pay my bills because, and, and that would probably be the truth. And then when I'm on the set, I was doing a series in 2019 in Canada, in Vancouver, which I love Vancouver. What series? Sacred Lies. Okay. And I was, my dog was dying. And I was flying in and out and I was exhausted. And I actually, uh, when they were trying to do the deal and business affairs at Facebook network, were really being dicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was in the emergency room with my dog and he had had a stroke, we didn't know what. And my manager called over and over and over. And I finally picked up and was like, I can't. Can't talk now. That's what the text meant when I said can't talk now. We've been together for 30 years my manager and I. So so we we can yell at each other right. and not hate each other. And he said, "All right, but just hear me out. Here's the deal. Here's what they want. We have an hour." And I said, "Well, then the answer is no." And I I I've never said no to anything. I can't say no. But It's
0: powerful when you mean it.
1: Holding my dog I was like, then if they can't wait while I'm in the fricking emergency room, goodbye. And he took the job for me anyway. And now post pandemic or whatever now endemic, I'm glad he did. Right. But there was a lot around that job where I didn't wanna be there. But I remember standing there so clearly waiting to enter the scene. The scene was happening in a bedroom on a set and I could see Video Village and I could see the boom guy. And I was like getting ready to walk in and do kind of a a great scene, great writing. And I was like, I love this. Really? Actually, I love this. I love the set. I love these carny motherfuckers, bunch of crazy bastards just making shit. It's the best, the most creative, I mean, the people that Such we, good
0: people on Cruise. Most, oh, cruise are always the most wonderful people. The
1: best!
0: Just down to earth, real people. I always right? become friends with them. I just feel- I know! am a kid from Indiana. I just want to hang out, have I'm a smoke Wisconsin, with from Wisconsin, right?
1: We're like, Yeah, know. man! These are the oh. best people ever. But you
0: love acting.
1: I love acting, that part between action and cut, now everything around it, right? Like this, we don't get waiting. A, uh,
0: take after take after oh sitting. Oh my
1: God, after sitting, after. I mean, it's, it's just. It's not
0: glamorous. People think. No. I, I've invited people and said, I've talked about this before, and they're like, okay. And then, like, why are you doing this for the 10th time? Where, we want to go.
1: 10th <laughs> time. They
0: were so excited. I now know. they're like, we want to get the hell out of here. And you're like,
1: at 10. Are if, you yeah, kidding?
0: Imagine doing it. <laughs>
1: Imagine doing it 12 hours and day. I'm going to do it for another 50 takes, yeah. you know, and, and my feet hurt and uh, God knows what that fog is. That I've been inhaling for 20
0: <laughs> years, <laughs> right? I always talk about, to be, do we have to have the fucking fog? <laughs> what, it looks really cool. Yeah. It looks really cool. And I'm dead.
1: Yeah, I know. And they, I know they go, it's fine. Shit. It's fine. We did not do one scene on true blood without true the fog. blood.
0: Definitely with vampires and Are shit. Are you kidding always had yeah yeah
1: and we went to nights every week you know so we flipped back and forth and our shoots (laughs) (laughs) our shoots were minimum we started at 15 day episodes and we ended up at 25 day episodes so we were doing three pages a day so you're doing that wait a minute
0: 25 wait how many what what say that again say that again
1: We did 25 days for every, 20 days for every episode. Why, 20 days on Smallville
0: with all the supernatural and all the effects? We did 10 days. Uh Uh-huh. That must have been a fortune to make that show.
1: A fortune.
0: And they probably didn't pay you well.
1: A fortune. They did not until we (laughs) renegotiated, you know, when it was a hit. And then they were generous. Right. You know, for that two years.
0: Who are you close with on True, True Blood still? Besides Deborah Anwall, you have Truest Blood the Podcast. Yeah. Go listen to that, folks. You gotta listen to that. <laughs> it's so it's awesome. Much fun. It's you can tell how much fun you're having. But who besides Deborah are you still really close with? Or you mm. could text
1: my vampire crew. So like Moyer, Steven Moyer. Mm. See, I'm gonna cry.
0: <laughs> there you go. You really love the people you work with. Who else?
1: I love them so much.
0: Inside of you is brought to you by NeuroHacker, Qualia Cyneletic. Let me tell you something. for up to $100 off, and use code INSIDE
2: at checkout for an additional 15% off. That's neurohacker.com slash inside for an extra 15% off your purchase. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook Games.
1: Anna Paquin.
0: Are you still close with her? Yes. That's so beautiful. I she love seems these like a doll.
1: People. She's a doll. And all the people, like, I got to know, like, Sam Trammell. I did one scene with him. But I got to know him in the parking lots and the events and after table reads. And because we really, we were very segregated. I did not, not work with shapeshifters and fairies and all these other, you know, inferior supernaturals. But I got to be friends with like Michelle Forbes. And so I, Mariana Clavano, like all these people and, and. And when I'm doing the podcast and I'm reaching out to directors and producers and special effects guys and camera guys and and wardrobe people, oh my God, Audrey Fisher, our wardrobe person, and and her wife Desi. I mean, like, I love them. So the podcast, I, I, I cry just the whole the podcast is me crying <laughs> and Deb keeping this shit on the rails.
0: Does <laughs> <laughs> she always tell you like, come on, calm down, stop crying? You're she fine. does
1: an outline. And it, and we'd really stick close to it. Here's
0: will she'll cry here. Yes, Kristen will cry, <laughs> and I'll keep going. Um, wow! And you did how many seasons? Because you were the seven, f- seven. The first season you were recurring, and then they signed the you first to do two, first two, and then you became a regular. Yes, and. Um, Man, that's great. That's great. Did you love when they asked you to be a regular? I guess, I guess oh. you were tired of becoming a recurring like, I'm not doing this it's anymore. Terrible. You have to make me a regular.
1: Well, I, I, yes, I said that season one, I said that season two and they were like, mm, no, we're good, thank you. Wow. So I did a pilot each year and I was doing a recurring on another show and I'm busting my balls like I've been doing forever, flying around. And then season three, my manager called me one day and said, it was after table read. And he said, what did you do at that table read? And I'm like, oh my God, I'm going to be fired again. I've been fired a lot.
0: Oh, I want to hear this, but keep going with the story. Kay.
1: So I'm like, "Uh, nothing. I didn't do, I did what I always do. I always fucking bring it to those things because they fire people. Yes. So, and I come from that comedy world. So you fucking bring it. You know, Skarsgård's so confident with just in his whole life. He's such a calm, wonderful person to to be near, to just absorb some of that scarsgardness, But he just, you know, eats his lunch and kind of like, oh, where are we? And then, you know, sort of reads his line. And, it, and you know, me, I'm tap dancing on the tightrope with the cymbals between my knees, juggling plates. <laughs> it's what it feels like. So I said, I didn't. I did the same thing I always do. I, I, I. And he goes, what did you do? This is my manager. He's such a, a funny guy. He's intense. And I'm like, I did the same thing. I brought it, Ben. I did the same thing. He goes, well, they want to make you a regular. I'm like, what? Wow. And then I had done another pilot.
0: And they wanted you?
1: And they we called them and said, say, can you release her two weeks early? Two weeks early. And they said, we just sold it. No. And I'm like, I had to put my head between my knees.
0: They weren't going to allow you to do it? They
1: weren't going to allow me to do it. And I called Mark Gordon, big deal producer, and he was like, no. I called the other producer, begged him, and he was just insulted. He's like, so you want to do that show, but you don't want to do our show. And I'm like, yeah. This is a fucking hit. This is HBO. This is HBO. This is true blood, damn it. I mean, Anna won a Golden Globe. Are you kidding me? I know these people. I bet this thing is going. I loved our pilot, but let's be honest. We don't know how long it's going to be on the air. Are you kidding? Did did we all just get off the bus? So So, what
0: happened?
1: Oh, my God. They said, no, no, no. HBO is going, we got to close the deal. We got to close the deal. They don't know that I'm on hold. And we called a woman producer there, and I... I, crying of course, begged her. And she said, let me see what I can do. And they let me out.
0: Did the show ever make it?
1: No, I think, you know what, and, and and that's the interesting thing, is that I, I've, checked a, I've checked back on it a couple of times. I was, it was like a DC wow. show and I was playing like the Sarah Palin character. It was pretty fun. And, but I think it got aired as like a movie of the week maybe.
0: Could you imagine if you didn't get True Blood and you had to do that, and that was it?
1: Oh my God! And your I, life would
0: have been t- completely different. Completely
1: different. These sliding doors where we have no control, which is the anxiety personality type that doesn't mm-hmm. like that. So you know, you know, usually our types have had trauma with a little T. So you know, we haven't been to Afghanistan, but life has been interesting.
0: <laughs> that is true. Yes.
1: So before that, I had done the pilot on Hung and got fired.
0: Why did you get fired?
1: So not my fault, actually, on this one. So <laughs>
0: <laughs> are the other ones your
1: fault? No, actually, none of them were. Damn it! But um, I, what's his name? He he directed Sideways and he had just won the Oscar.
2: Mm, I don't know. What Alec his name. Alexander Payne.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ryan.
0: <laughs> See, he knows things. He doesn't know con. con-
1: Concentric circles.
0: Concentric circles. But <laughs> he knows that. Go ahead.
1: Yeah, that is, in your defense, that is more useful to us than concentric circles. It is. So why'd you get fired? So, so to try to make that succinct, um, this was one of those things. And it just shows the class of HBO, actually, is the moral of the end of the story. Well, uh, Sue Nagel. She's no longer there. Mm, I
0: remember Sue Nagel. I pitched her a show. She didn't take it. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Well, so,
1: well I... It was one of those auditions, you've probably had these, where they say, we've seen everyone in town, no one is right. Mm -hmm. And then you're like, okay, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Boy, and there's no problem with the script, of course, when they've seen a thousand actresses who can't make it work. But I do tend to kind of come in the bottom of the ninth and solve problems for people. So I did that because they said, actresses just aren't getting the humor. I read the scene and it's a sobbing divorce scene. And I'm like, well, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it was set in the Midwest. Thank God, because I gave her a Fargo accent and I oh. didn't cry.
2: Oh.
1: So me, the crier. And so I, cause then it was funny. So, and I read with, who's the other actor? So it's Alexander Payne and Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. These people that have interesting names. So Thomas Jane reads with me and he's a quirky duck, right? So he's not like, he's kind of improvising, which is a weird thing to do to the person who's auditioning. Cause I just need to know what the rhythm will be. And there wasn't. So I get it. Fly to Detroit and we're rehearsing. And Thomas Jane is like, he says his line. And then I'm about to say my line and he says his line again. And then, oh. And then I go to see my and he says his line again. I'm like, wait, what what's happening? So then he keeps repeating his line, kind of the Stella Adler thing, maybe I'm thinking. And then he kind of starts rolling on the floor doing yoga or something. And I'm like, uh, this is interesting. I've never I'm I'm like uh I'm like an old horror actress. I'm like, what do you want? you know, all right, let's get your pants off. Let's get this thing going. Like, I'm going to hit my mark. I don't care what you do. Right. I'm going to kill this thing. I don't even know that my scene partners are there because I can't, you can't rely on that. You can get fired if you're not prepared within your own circle. Right. And so I don't really know what's happening. So I do what I did in the test. Afterwards, Alexander Payne says, oh my God. You're so great to work with. I would so much rather film what you just did than what we have to film. Oh, and Kristen, on the day, no accent, you'll be crying. And he leaves. And he just won the Oscar. And I'm like, he's wrong. But he just won an Oscar. So they had me, he said, no makeup on, Kristen. They dyed my hair mousy. They put me in baggy, ugly clothes with food on them. And I'm sobbing for 12 hours. Snot's running down my face. I, I don't want to be married to you. And I'm trying to save this one line where she's like, back in high school, you were the star athlete. You were this, you were that. And now you're just hung. So there was one line, right, where I could maybe still keep my job. So then it got and then the producers at, would kind of at the end of the day, they went, oh, good job, Kristen. It was very funny. And I'm like, wow, it's not, it Hmm. wasn't.
0: And you went home.
1: And I went home. Oh, and I did not get along with the dude, Eddie, Eddie James or something. He was in the Oceans movies. But you
0: just didn't get along.
1: He played my husband. First person in ever, ever. I've never gotten along. I get along with everybody. He hated me. And he basically told me that. Jesus. yeah, he looked me up online and saw that my dad had guns. And he attacked the shit out of me about gun control. And I'm like, hey, I'm a liberal. I got it. My dad, I loved him. He's dead. That was his generation. They were old West guns. He liked John Wayne. Okay, so anyway, back to the scene. Right? I'm in tears. And I say to him, please, please, can you let this go? We're going to work together. We're playing husband and wife. We're going to be touching each other tomorrow. Bizarre. I go back to L.A. and it's picked up. And my manager goes, "Aren't you excited?" And I'm like, "Uh, I'm confused." And then I was fired. They got Anne Heche, she did they rewrote it, and she did a completely different character and scene, and it was so much better. But the night that I got fired, I went out to dinner with my husband, and this woman comes over to me and she says, "Hi, I'm Sue Nagel, I'm the president of HBO." And I'm like, "Oh, right, because I only met her in the test." So you're not really able to retain faces in that circumstance. And and she said, it wasn't you. And I'm like, how a classy lady. I didn't wow. see her in the restaurant. It never happens. I didn't recognize her. She, she
0: came up to you. That's class.
1: And she said, the scene just didn't work. You didn't work with him. It's not you. And I can send it to you if you want to see it. So you know it's Could not you. Did you watch it? I said, I'm, I don't want to watch it. Oh, and at the end of the day, Alexander Payne said to me, you're the best actress I've ever worked with. And then we called him to say, my manager called him to say, well, then go to bat for her. It was your direction that got her fired. And he was like, hey, I'm out of it. I directed the pilot. I'm good. But I couldn't have done True Blood. If it
0: all happens for a reason.
1: That one did.
0: It does, a lot of these things have happened to me where I just like, ah, I didn't get that. And then you know, all these things, just, this didn't get picked up and then boom, yeah. I land this.
1: Yes. Oh man. So that's a nice one, right? Fired, oh, I get true blood, much better. Mm-hmm. I, everybody loves me and I love them.
0: You, you always, you play a lot of dark characters. Yeah. And it's funny hanging out with you here and knowing you, you're such like a light. You're so fun, you're so easy to talk to you You seem you don't seem like an evil person but then i watch a movie (laughs) like the boy behind the door
1: oh yeah that was fun
0: and i was like here's what's funny i I wasn't i don't know for what reason but i didn't place it i wasn't i was watching you but i wasn't it was you were so good i'm not guys the boy behind the door it's one of these little independent movies that's really well directed yeah She's phenomenal. You were so effed up. I so effed up, and I had to look you up. Who's this? I go, oh, it's her, <laughs> because you were so
1: crazy, so crazy.
0: And I was, I was just blown away. It really, gosh, if I was uh, if I was directing something, and I was considering something. Your agent should send a scene from that or go watch yeah. this movie. You can see yeah. what she does. She doesn't need to read for you.
1: Right. That's the
0: kind of movie that was, that performance. Oh,
1: I haven't seen it because I hate watching myself. But oh,
0: are you another one of those actors who yeah, doesn't like watching themselves? I am. Have you ever watched yourself?
1: Yes. Um, well, and mainly for the podcast. Now I'm having to watch the show like ah, five times. Do you like yourself? I do. You know, <laughs> I do. <laughs> Pamela. I like Pam. You know, it really is better watching it, and and I've seen there was another little movie I did, um, the story of Luke was it, about um, an autistic kid, and I watched some scenes of that, and you see yourself when you're looping, but I really love that little movie too. I love playing an evil character. So I I love I do too. Right. I love it. Right. Isn't it great? It's
0: fun. It's, it's fun. It's fun. more interesting, especially when there's backstory, there's yep. subtext. There's yep. you know, and, and always I always tell people this that they ask or an actor asks me. It's like it's it's the 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 easiest thing to do Yeah, is just act like you're bad. Right. And that's never the thing to do. Right. It's not interesting.
1: So true. If
0: you play against it yep. and the lines are good enough, yes. it should come through. That's it. You shouldn't have to do too much. That's right. You shouldn't have to twirl the mustache.
1: Right. And so
0: <laughs> there's stuff where they're like, no, we want you to be bad. And like I was talking, you know, we do a, a Talkville uh, podcast about oh, Smallville. Cool. Yeah. Tom and I and Ryan. And I was just talking about one of the actresses on an episode. She was a, a guest star, but she played it like she was supposed to be the bitchy high school student. Yeah. She's like, I am popular and this and I'm like oh my god why is she playing it so on the character uh, caricaturistic characteristic
1: yeah. nose yeah say um, that and
0: you know it's just like anyway that's yep. but I love yes. it you, you, you gotta play it with, it makes it much more interesting
1: and you know that's the thing with the writing right and then That, you know, it's sort of crazy how True Blood came together where every huge 300 people worked to make that show happen and everyone was incredible and fabulous and fun and weird. And it comes from the top down, right? Mm -hmm. So all of, we'd have 45 speaking roles every episode and every actor, even background players, were what you just described. They just let the writing play. Yeah and they were cast right, right? So I couldn't play all the other characters, but somehow Pam was in there and then the writing collaborates.
0: Yeah, you know, one of my acting uh, professors in college, I was doing, what was I doing? I was doing some, I was doing Chekhov. I was doing something. Oh, wow. And I was in the back for this long scene. It must've been 25 minutes long. And I I just go, hey, Dr. Leonard, um, I don't know what I'm doing here. I got got nothing to say. Right. I'm, I'm not saying anything. Do I need to be here? He goes, Michael, your character has everything to say. He just chooses not to say it. Uh, and I go, oh, oh.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> you know? sort of like. But it was
0: a good note. It was like, oh. So he's just thinking, listening, whatever it is, it yeah. made me more interesting. Yeah. Instead of just waiting for my line or waiting for, because a lot of times you're not listening. You're just kind of like, oh, fuck, here I am. I'm in this totally. I don't have anything to you're do. You're like, did I
1: lock the front door? Oh, I hope I locked the front door. <laughs> what are I going to have for dinner, pizza?
0: That's true.
1: You know, that. that's the perfect description of my husband, actually, because he never talks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well you could talk for him
1: yeah by the way I talk you, at him you, you at him <laughs> i talk for him i talk around him i talk about him
0: the role dancing at the blue Lagoon. Uh, yeah iguana. okay i mean i haven't seen it but i read yeah. that you had to do, you were playing a porn star yeah and you had to do this nude scene yeah now that a lot of actresses or act would say no i'm not yeah. doing that i am not uh You know, I mean, we're, you know, self-conscious. We're all these things. It was brutal. Were you very self-conscious? Did you not want to do it? Did you say no, 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 no? What made you do it? And how did you get comfortable playing a role like that?
1: Oh, That was intense. So I, that was in this period where I was sitcom girl Mm -hmm. and they were going extinct. And I was not even allowed to like pre-read for dramas. No one would see me as anything but, kind of the dingbat, dung blonde and Mm. the funny girl. And I loved playing those roles and would have happily done it the rest of my life, but they went away and I had to eat. So this came along and my manager and I thought, because he had just won the Oscar for... Postman. He did a remake of it. I believe was it with Kevin Je- Costner movie? No, was it with Jessica Lange? Did he read what was the? So he had done ninety. He adapted nineteen eighty four. Mm-hmm. I forget his name and I forget the the movie. Um, yeah, look up Blue Iguana, and because he had this crazy reputation for being one of those directors at that time, and the movie had some buzz because it was all improvised. No script. So
0: you had- Orwell was a novel. Orwell's novel? No. Look up
1: Dancing at the Blue Iguana and see who the director was. Is that
2: Brian? I'm on it. Uh, Terry Michael, Michael Radford. Michael, Michael Radford. Radford. Okay,
1: what did he do before that?
2: Oh, he did do The Postman in
1: 1994. Yeah, was it? Yeah, Jessica And he, did, a, and
2: he did 1984 in 1984. as a little oh. on the nose, but- um,
1: Yeah, so he adapted the Orwells book, and it was brilliant. And then he adapted, he redid Postman, Always Rings Twice. So kind of prestigious
0: people here. He
1: was hot at that time, right? Real prestigious English guy. And so I wanted to, and it was improvised, this thing. So I wanted to show what I could do. So you had to improvise your way into this movie or out of this movie. And depending on what you did or didn't do, you were in it or not in it. And so it was a very weird structure, but... Um, dysfunctional group. Actually, it was it was not super fun. Sandra O oh was in it. Daryl Hannah, Sandra O, oh and I got to work together. She's so wonderful. But I auditioned, so you had to make up a character. So I made up a character and came in, and a friend of mine helped me because we knew it was in the stripper world. And he was a male stripper, a gay dude, one of my best friends, and he helped me make up this character. So I brought this character in, and and oh my god, it was in a theater. So, they had all the people auditioning just sitting in the theater and watching
0: you, you. Watching you. That sucks.
1: It sucks. I like
0: to be by myself with nobody. I don't want people to hear me. Yeah. I hate that.
1: It's horrible. And you're stuck there for three hours because each person is going down doing their thing. Right. Then I got a call back. So, in our world, you do the same thing you did. You don't change your shirt, you don't change nothing because you want to do what you're doing something right. Doing something right. So I go back in with the same character and they're like, what are you doing here with the same character? And I'm like, wow, you really want me to make up another character? Like you can just, you know, like, like I'm on fricking SNL. You know what I mean? Uh, oh, I auditioned for that too. So anyway, I did make up five characters for that, but oh, that, was, that was an interesting day. Wow, You gotta love actors. We're game, man.
0: But back then, did they at a certain point make you take off your shirt to see if, like, so then because they can't do that now, right?
1: No, they can't do it now, but they did because then um, Michael called me and said, He said, they said, All right, you know, Michael was there. They said, All right, you do the same character. And but I did different stuff because it's improvised. Mm-hmm. So that's also awful and terrifying. So then he called and said, I want to have lunch with you. So he said, Look, I love you. I want to hire you. You're incredible. But I gotta have Daryl Hannah because she puts butts in seats, and she's also incredible. But I had gotten there first, but you know her name came in, and then I had to step aside, as you do. So then I get a call that so they've been in rehearsal for months, improvising in this crappy theater on Santa Monica, months in a room stripping. There's a stripper pole, the whole thing, and they call me and say it's our last day, Friday show up and bring what you got and we'll see if you can we can work you into the movie in a scene or two. I sit there for like 5 hours in the hall trying to stay in my head and whatever character. Then they go, "Come on in." And the other girls are all dancing and the music's on and they're pretending that they're in the oh god, even worse. First it was play improv games. So they they all know the improv warm up games. I've never done improv, so to me this is just stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. so I do the stupid improv games, and then then we get to well, we're in the the, the rehearsal room, and so it, it becomes that I come in and they all hate me, and I'm like, okay, do they really hate me, or are this are we improving? Okay, we're improving. So Gerald Hannah doesn't really hate me, but there was no like, "Hi Kristen, nice to meet you. Welcome to our crazy crew." It was like I walk in the room and they immediately they were living it. Like okay, not used to that. Um. So then I just went, all right. So then they go, yeah, this is Nico. She's going to be headlining. So I'm like, headlining, okay. So I'm the headliner. So this whole thing evolves, and then everyone starts taking their clothes off. In this, I'm I'm auditioning. So I go fuck it, take my clothes off in the
0: it, audition.
1: In this this
0: improvisational room. Yes, you just took your shirt off. Yes, and your pants. Yes, you got naked. Naked. And everyone else did. Yes, you're nude,
1: and I'm so, there nude with everybody. How many people are in the room? There's like all the actresses from the thing, like six actresses, the director, some other producers. We're all just naked, and not you them. said fuck it. <laughs> I said fuck it. And you did it and you weren't scared? I was petrified. I was shaking. And I was like, okay, this is the film and I'm I was just being crazy and brave, I guess. Really more brave because this was the role and I knew that. So, and they're all naked, so I'm like, "All right. You know what? You want to, and and they're being Was
0: Daryl there? Yeah. She was naked?
1: Naked. What? On the pole. She D- was crazy. A Daryl pole.
0: Hannah's naked going crazy on a pole. Yeah. You're naked. Everybody's naked. The producers, ha- this has to be the best day of their lives. The best
1: day of their lives. And <laughs> and they might have been in their like- perverted lives. Yes. And they might have been, I don't remember who else was like hat on bottoms or someone had a top on or whatever, but we were all like pretty much in our skivvies. And then I get a call going, you're in the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I- Damn. And they go, so you're playing a porn star and there's going to be an outline. So I get the outline script and it says no dialogue or anything, but it was like Nico goes on stage to do a strip tease, and it's so incredible. No one wants to go on the stage and follow her.
0: That's terrifying. And I'm terrifying.
1: like, no pressure. Now these girls have been for three months in stripper school. I I call and go, Uh, what how, what do I do? That is better than the splits, which I can't do. And what I saw Daryl doing on the pole. Sheila Kelly, who produced and starred in the movie, started, you know, the strippers the exercise thing S curve or something it's called. Yeah. All around town, these housewives are are in LA on poles doing exercise classes on a stripper pole. That's her her she's made probably millions. She's so good. She's hanging upside down.
0: But you had no classes you had no experience nothing you just got up there and winged it
1: nothing i can't even touch my toes i'm not flexible neither can i i mean and i'm like are you fucking kidding what am i supposed to do but you did it they go well figure it out so i hire michelle pfeiffer's whip trainer from batman no joke and i go dude teach me a whip routine because i can't touch my toes i can't do pull i went to stripper school for a week and was and hurt my shoulder (laughs) I, i mean
0: have you seen the scene Yes. And did you like it?
1: It's so, it's so over the top. Because here's what happened. After months of working with the whip guy, and I even rehearsed on the set, I show up and they've lowered the ceiling. All the lights are hanging down. And on the day, I can't do my whip routine.
0: Because the whip hits the ceiling.
1: Because the whip hits the ceiling.
0: So you had to scratch that.
1: I, I.
0: Oh, my God.
1: If I would have known what a panic attack was, I would have known I was having one. But I could barely breathe. I was like, I have nothing. Then they bring in all the extras. Then the room is lit brighter than an OR because on film it'll look darker. And there's 100 people there, and I have no routine. And I'm... Oh, and then I had picked the song, Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah. But they couldn't... They said, we can't play the song because we're going to have to put it in later in post. And I'm like... Uh, Oh my
0: God,
1: I can't do this. And I tried, I did one with the whip. The whip trainer goes, I'll give you a shorter whip. You can totally do it. You can totally do it. I did one or so swing trying to keep it low and it got caught in the lights and I'm standing there half dressed going, I'm sorry, I have to start over. Hello, hello,
0: but you did it.
1: So I just took all my clothes off. So the deal was that I had to show boobs and not Bush. I just took everything off because I had to fill three minutes of song and I had no whip.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And the first take was so bad. My friend, the male stripper, was there on the day to help me. He came over and he was like, you are tanking. You're not going to be in this movie. You have to freaking own it. And he was like, gave me like you know like a slap, you like needed something it. you'd see on some reality TV show. And I'm like, uh huh, uh huh. And he's shaking me, and he's like, you got this. <laughs> I'm like, I don't. You do. I do. You you do. I do. And then I they just I went out there and I just fucking took everything off and went nuts.
0: And they clapped.
1: Yes, I well, bet they, were, they did. They were paid to, but they should have clapped because this is like. <laughs> And I had been working out and not eating much. I'd been eating salads and working out and spray tanning. I was so nervous.
0: Oh my God, that sounds like a panic attack if I've never heard one. That is insane. And then the
1: the one acting scene I got, Radford was in a mood and I start the scene sleeping and um, and they go action and I open my eyes. He goes, cut, I can see you acting. Oh, yes. And I'm like, what? I just opened my eyes. I can see you're acting. He's yelling at me. And I'm like, "Okay, sorry. I do it again." I open my eyes, I sit up. He goes, "No, no, 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 no. You've got to be it. S- try again." I'm like, "Wow." And they looked at me and went, "Welcome." So, this went for 17 oh, takes. 17 no, takes. And then he comes out and goes, "Forget it. Get off my set. Leave. Goodbye." I think I, I I'm I'm in the parking lot, all the cast met me with champagne. They were like, it's not you. <laughs> but they
0: didn't cut that scene.
1: Then he calls me from the editing bay and he says, you know, it's Michael. I'm like, yes, what? And he goes, you're brilliant. It's my favorite scene in the movie. Something like that. And he said, which take do you think I used? And I'm like, I don't want to play this game. The, the the 11th, I don't know. The first. Yep. He used the first take. So God love him. He called me and he told me that he used the first take, and I was brilliant. So his way is to like scare you.
0: This is called shit talking with Kristen Bauer. (laughs) Is it Kristen Bauer, Von Stratten?
1: It it you know I can I just
0: say do you want when we do the show should it be just Kristen Bauer?
1: Yeah, it's easier.
0: Okay, shit talking with Kristen Bauer. These are my top tier patrons who get to ask these questions. Uh, they also get shout outs and other things. Go to patreon.com slash inside of you to join and support the podcast could use your help. Here we go. This is fast, rapid fire. Okay. Kelly S, love your acting. What inspires you?
1: Um, Thank you. Th- um, I The writing inspires me and working with other people.
0: That inspire you. Yeah. Maya P, what is something people would be surprised to learn about you?
1: i love john wayne really i'm obsessed with well john wayne <laughs> yeah yeah
0: christy wow what was anna paquin like to work with and can you get her on
1: inside of you oh she's the best the best the best
0: would she do the podcast
1: I'll, I'll ask her when i when she says yes you to can tell her what fun fly. you had right yes You know, she is absolutely the most incredible actress, the most professional, the most brave. Talk about naked, outside at night in 19 degrees, never complains and has your back.
0: Uh, I remember when she won the Oscar for supporting an actor for The, pia- the Piano.
1: Yeah, she's like I 10. remember
0: as a little girl, as, uh, watching her as she was a little girl, she said, I, I just want to thank beanie and, I want th-, and she had this cute little, <laughs> and it was so adorable, and I was like, oh, I love this girl. The
1: little New Zealander. Yeah.
0: Michelle Kay, did you get to keep your fangs or anything cool from True Blood?
1: Yeah. I did keep my fangs and we were going to have a fang off on the podcast because I still lisp and Deb doesn't. And I broke them. So I have to try to fix them. I have to gorilla glue them. You can fix them. I I hope so.
0: Little Lisa, what was the last TV show you binge
1: watched? Ted Lasso. Really? Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Raj, did you have a mentor that helped guide you as you tried to pursue an acting career?
1: My acting teachers, um, Jocelyn Jones, Jeffrey Tambor, and Milton Catzellas.
0: Who do you remember growing up that was a huge influence on who the woman that you've become? Who who really inspired you? Who was who was it that gave you confidence, that gave you love, unconditional love, and gave you that confidence?
1: Well, the tears you can see probably my dad.
0: Really? Yeah. was he always the one that said i love you i'm so proud of you yeah i'll do uh, I, whatever you do i'm happy with i just want you to be yeah. happy
1: he was there was a phase there where it was like but go to college and get a degree and if you don't <laughs> i'm gonna hate you forever um because you're a loser so there was that phase but then he came around and said i can't believe i didn't trust you <sighs>
0: That's beautiful. I know. He he could just be an honest person, an honest father.
1: Yeah. You know,
0: just admit your flaws, admit when you're wrong, be a human being. Yeah. That's something I just never experienced. Never experienced. Yeah.
1: And I'm sorry you didn't because life is hard enough as it is. Mm -hmm. If your parents
0: don't believe in you.
1: Right. (sighs) It's rough. See, that's that's trauma with a little, that's a trauma with a medium T. You know, that's dysregulation from the start, which I, for other reasons have dysregulation from the start because there was a big loss in my family when I was a kid, but.
0: What was that loss? You don't have to talk about it.
1: A sister who died. How young? Seven.
0: Do you remember?
1: No, I was I was basically in the womb when it happened and and um, was born into a family that was trying to move forward.
0: I, I, I just hear, everyone always says the worst thing imaginable is losing a child.
1: It's the worst. It's the worst.
0: I can't even imagine.
1: Yeah, my poor mom.
0: Yeah. What's what's next besides you're doing your art? Yeah. Where can people go see your art?
1: So my website is being redone because I think if you go to Kristen Bauer art, it's literally a porn site comes up. Someone... Oh,
0: perfect. <laughs> so perfect. Guys head to <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. Go to Kristenbauer.com and look at my art there. And then I'm and see what happens. Because either way it's gonna be fun. But I go to your
0: Instagram and y- the, you can, the, I'm sure you yeah, can find stuff Exactly
1: my Instagram which is Kristen Bauer I I post my paintings that I'm doing now and I'm doing the podcast and I'm auditioning Truest
0: blood and you're auditioning. yeah what do you want to do? do you want to do a comedy next a movie uh, do you is this really just anything that's good writing?
1: I kind of want to do I'd love it to be good writing, but my f- top priority is decent hours.
0: I always say that. I don't know what happened, but once I hit fifty, <laughs> I'm like, I I don't want to work every day, fourteen hours a day. I don't want to do it.
1: I don't want to do it. I just
0: want to work a couple of days and have my hang out with my dog and my friends. Me too. And do fun things. I want to
1: hang out with my dog and my friends I don't, and I don't do wanna, fun things. Yeah. I don't want to do it. I think it. that's
0: everybody's goal. No one right? wants to work all the time. I'm over
1: fifty. I Me don't, too. I don't want to work fourteen hours a day plus commute minimum. I don't want to be outside all night. <laughs> Listen to this woman. I don't want to be cold or too hot. I don't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, this This has been awesome. I, I really can talk to you forever.
1: I could talk to you forever, this too. is re-
0: This is really fun. Ryan, wasn't this great? It was so fun. It really was great. We went over. What is this, 10 minutes over? Probably. I never go 10 minutes over. You don't? Very seldom. Probably 20% of the time.
1: Wow. I go over an hour,
0: 55 minutes an hour. I'm just... But yeah, I, I could go on. But we will. I could, too. This is great. Where do you live, by the way? Not your address, but where? What part of town? North Hollywood. Well, you're right around the corner. Yes. This wasn't hard for no, you. No,
1: it wasn't.
0: All right. This I, I love you for coming. And thank um, you. Uh, thank you for allowing me to be inside of you today. Yes. Thank you for allowing me to be inside of you today. That's inside of you podcast. As you know, guys, follow nice. Kristen Bauer. She's amazing. If you haven't seen her work, see the boy behind the door. See True Blood. See uh, 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 Once Upon a Time. See. Um, what else should they say?
1: Well, fun fact, I was manhands on Seinfeld. That's right. Yeah, there's a fun fact.
0: They used one of the crew guys' hands for the inserts. <laughs> yes, yes. How much popularity did you get for that?
1: Well, A, popularity and more residuals than I got from HBO. Like, How that...
0: much have you made off being on one episode of Seinfeld as manhands?
1: Oh, my God. I wish I knew that. Because Would you say
0: more than $20,000? Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm guessing off
0: a guest star.
1: Off a guest star. Off a guest star that paid me probably three thousand on the day. Did you know, people what I mean?
0: shout at you, man hands!
1: Well, yes. And oh. it, it is really fun. The fun part is, once a decade, I will randomly see Jerry Seinfeld at the grocery store or something, right? Hey, Kristen, so so random. How are you? Well, yeah. And then I think, oh, he's not gonna remember, you know a billion guest stars. And then I go, he won't know my name. So then I go, should I say I should I? And then I usually walk over to him and go, I, I'm man hands. It's so fun. And he and goes, then, oh, yeah, immediately? Yeah, totally, immediately. He's so friendly and lovely. How funny is that? Oh, okay, oh, okay. Yeah, of
0: course, of course, yeah. of course I remember you. Yeah,
1: yeah, he does. <laughs>
0: That's amazing. You know, I'm one of the few people, I haven't seen that episode, but I'm going to. I've only seen probably 10 episodes of Seinfeld.
1: Yeah, I hadn't seen it either. But my
0: brother is obsessed and most of the world is. But I want to sit down and just watch every season.
1: I started doing that during the pandemic because I needed to laugh. I watched Cheers that I hadn't mm. seen. I watched Seinfeld. So brilliant. Oh, I mean, yeah. Cheers is brilliant.
0: Yeah. Last last question. Favorite. And Ryan, I'm going to ask you this. Favorite theme song from the '80s or '90s TV shows?
1: I'm trying to just think don't of say Friends. What was? I haven't seen Friends. Um, we were opposite then. So. I bet we've been together for a million years. I'll say Magnum.
0: Magnum. How did it go?
1: Um, oh,
0: I don't remember. I
1: can't remember. I can't do it.
0: I know. I could hear it though. Magnum. It's also a condom.
1: Yeah, that's right though. That reminds me. Is it Magnum P.I.? Yeah, look the the original with Tom Selleck. So I watched that whole show through during the pandemic. So the reason I don't know it's the best theme song, but I do have happy memories because I love the show. I love the show. I love Tom Selleck. What
2: about you, Ryan? uh, I don't know any eighties television. Or nineties.
1: What about (laughs) seventies? Because that's- All in the family.
2: Uh, I've been
1: watching 70s shows. Rockford Files, I've been- M.A.S.H., I can think of M.A.S.H. M.A.S.H., oh, I've been watching M.A.S.H. a bit. When the laugh track started. Oh, that's a great It always makes me cry
0: for some reason. I know. When I hear that song and the helicopter coming down, I just think of my childhood and think of of my my grandma's house or something. Family Ties I always really liked. Cheers is a great one. Cheers is a great one. Cheers it on the piano. Golden Girls. Oh. Oh, You remember Golden Girls? Yeah,
1: but I haven't seen it really. And
0: by the way, listen to this one. You're going to laugh at me. You've probably never heard of this show. Have you ever heard of um, Give Me a Break? No. Nell I think Carter. So.
1: Really? She
0: sings the theme song. It's the, it's the one from the very first season, I believe, when she goes, Give me a break, because I've shown me one. Give me a break. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. I love you. Thanks for being here. <laughs> All right. I hope you enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. It's good. Yeah. I enjoy it. I enjoy Podcasts. I enjoy my guests, especially when they when they open open up like that. Yeah.
2: Um I mean, yeah, that's the audition story
0: was wild. Oh man, that is the craziest story ever. It's just she just gets naked, doesn't
2: care. Like, let's go. Let's go. But yeah, just the the pressure yeah. to do just like and women un, deal with un, un, way un- more pressure than yeah. we deal with. Um, way more. It's yeah.
0: hopefully things are turning around. I think they're turning around a little bit, so you know. Yeah. But uh, good Lord, what women have to go through. Jeez. Uh, Thanks for listening to the podcast today. Uh, We're about to do our shout outs to all the top tier um, patrons. Patrons who really support this show and keep it going. Uh, Your support is so important and I appreciate it. Go to patreon.com slash inside of you. Remember the new CD is out. Go to sunspin.com. Get your album, shirt, mug, calendar um i'm really excited about it i think you're gonna really dig the merch you're gonna dig the album and also uh the cons we will be i'll be in san francisco this coming weekend friday night smallville nights with tom welling saturday and sunday signing the following weekend in columbus i think it's galaxy con columbus uh for uh, saturday and sunday saturday smallville nights and the following weekend which is like the 11th or something pittsburgh uh i'm really excited about pittsburgh too the dawn of the dead mall where they shut dawn of the dead is right across the street or something oh cool yeah i'm a, I'm a nerd john, john heater will be there you know who else will be there paula duel the, the griswolds the griswolds like chevy chase and co or and beverly d'angelo oh. and uh what's what's the uh the girl who is riding in the red car from vacation yeah from christmas vacation oh no from vacation yeah the hot one who's he's always looking I, at I slapping the bread together I- I remember She'll the scene. Oh, yeah cool. She'll be there. So you can get pictures in the car with them. But come see me, of course, too. Get pictures with me and Tom and and the crew. Uh, I believe Kristen crook might even be there. So look on our Instagrams, Twitters, look online. Um, but thank you for all the support. Make sure you subscribe, write a review. Uh, here are the top tiers. Couldn't do it without them. Here we go. Nancy D, Leah S. Sarah V, Little, Lisa, Yukiko, Jill E. Brian, H. Nico P. Robert B. Jason W Sophie m raj c joshua d jennifer N stacy l jamal f janelle b kimberly e mike e eldon supremo 99 more santiago m chad w Lee. p janine r maya p maddie s belinda n correct chris h dave h sheila g brad d ray h tab of the t tom N. liliana a talia m betsy d chad d b b Dan N, Big Stevie W, Angel M, Rhiannon C, Corey M, L, K, K. Dev Nexon, Michelle A, Jeremy C, Gav. Inator. Correct. David C, John B, Brandy D, Camille S, Joey M, Eugene and Leah. Nikki G, Corey, Patricia, Heather L, Jake B, Megan T, Mel S, Orlando. C? Yes. Caroline? R? Yes. Christine? S? Yes. Sarah? S? Yes. Eric H, Shane R, Emma. Are correct andrew m Zaduichi M 77 m- 76, okay. oracle karina N amanda r amanda s Jen b kevin e stephanie k lena 82 Jarell billy s uh you guys listening i I'm, I'm just i'm telling you uh you know i hope you stick around as a patron. if you're enjoying the podcast you stick around on patreon uh because uh we want to continue to do the show. Uh, I guess that's it, man. What a great episode. Uh, we have a really great episode coming up next week. So don't miss it. The holidays are coming. Make sure you listen to talkville. You can hear me and Ryan and Tom Welling and our opinions about the show. We're <laughs> wrapping up the first season, uh, soon. It's, uh, the episodes are really fun and I hope you're listening to that and you're subscribed and you're, you write you reviews for all that stuff too. I love your support. I love, I appreciate you. Thanks for, uh, all the love. And Ryan, good to see you. Good to see you too. From the Hollywood Hills in California, I'm Michael Rosenbaum. And I'm Ryan Taylor. Goodbye, everybody. See you guys. Hey, make sure you're good to yourself. That's the most important thing. Be good to yourself. I'll see you.